0: Strategic Healthcare Partners, founded by principals John Crew and Mike Scribner, operates from offices in Savannah and Atlanta. Our diverse team prioritizes clients, ensuring we fully understand their needs. As your business partner, we are an extension of your professional identity. SHP tailors services to your individual needs, offering flexible pricing structures. From IPA management to financial analysis, we're here to empower your organization. Visit shplc.com for details.
1: Welcome to Beyond the Stethoscope, Vital Conversations with SHB. where we dive deep into the future of healthcare. I'm your host, Aaron Higgins, and joining me today is my co-host, Jason Crosby. Today, we're thrilled to explore the AI health revolution and how it's already shaping the industry. From smarter hospitals to better patient outcomes, the possibilities are endless. And we've got news articles stacked higher than a tower of circuit boards, all highlighting how companies are planning to implement AI to help make AI smarter, safer, and better for staff. Let's plug in and explore this electrifying topic together. If AI, who knows what the future holds, we may not even need stethoscopes anymore. So are you ready for this vital conversation? Let's get started.
0: Well, hey there, Jason. How are you doing? Well, good morning, Aaron. That's an interesting voice you're talking with today. <laughs> I wonder why I, I wonder, wonder why, why. <laughs> we'll
1: turn it off it's it's a uh, it's entertaining, but what we're going to talk about today is AI and you know it's all over the news right now and normally in this episode we do our news articles but it seems to me there are just so many news articles. I feel like we need more of an overview of AI and healthcare so i i know you you sent me some news articles and i i sent you almost the identical ones and and we got to chuckle over everything is headed towards ai let's talk about your understanding of where we're at and what some of the news articles that you've read about this seem to be leading
0: yeah i'll tell you uh just in the last week a lot of the you know future of hospital future of healthcare telemedicine those types of articles Sort of peaked in interest, right? In particular, with uh, GPT f- versions being updated here recently, and, and Microsoft in our industry uh, a- adding it on to their uh, product nuances, right, that they recently acquired. And so, with that, you start to see a little bit more okay, well, healthcare, how's healthcare going to utilize this versus the academics? Uh, type of settings that we typically read about, hear about, and that sort of thing. And right, all the,
1: all the nerds are using All it. the
0: nerds, right? That we're using the cheat, right? And as the dad of a college student, I've already warned mine, don't even try it, you know, that they're on to you. But on, on our side and in our industry, there's got to be a lot of use for it because we always talk about efficiencies and automation and to Microsoft's point where they tested it as part of, you know, physician notation and that was their sort of their testing grounds to add that capabilities. That makes a lot of sense. And then you start seeing things along the lines of, well, how can we incorporate that into the billing collections revenue cycle side where the consumer starts getting involved, where I know you and I have had lots of discussions on the patient engagement side. But yeah, even Bill Gates recently with his, you know, Gates notes came out with a long post this week on healthcare and so Definitely lots of movement in our industry when it comes to the uh, AI component.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you talk about Bill Gates. Now, Bill Gates hasn't been directly involved with Microsoft now for several years. He's been off doing his own thing. Uh, So Microsoft announced this week uh, a a collaboration with uh, Cineos Health. They're a biopharmaceutical, I guess, clinical evaluator. And so the the whole thing is they're going to use AI to help do their clinical trials, which they feel will speed up tremendously, A, the reading of the results and pulling together data, uh, but optimizing who in their patient cohorts they're actually doing their studies with. Uh, so this could be huge in terms of just speeding up the amount of time that new discoveries are made and then push to market. That's the sort of thing we're looking at here with AI, more than, more than speeding up note-taking, which I think is also huge. But how can we start delivering new healthcare solutions
0: faster? You're right, and in his notes uh, this week, to that point, uh, Bill Gates himself, he, he admits, you know, that probably the largest amount of innovation in healthcare will be things like filing insurance claims, dealing with paperwork, Doctor visits notes, but where his interest is and obviously through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation type of work over the years is. Under five year age deaths and of course in developing nations. Where can that be of of help right? And he's talked about efforts with regards to AI powered ultrasound machines. And the minimal training needed there. He's touched on items where. You know in these underdeveloped nations uh where can where can treatments for aids uh tb malaria things of that nature to your point where can that relationship of that new acquired entity maybe speed up such research and treatment
1: yeah no doubt i think i, I think ai is gonna help inform those decisions by by taking out some of that mundane level of effort right the the busy work, as it were, and the pulling together of big data sets and making sense of it and and turning it into a decision-making tool. That that certainly is, I see its strength in healthcare happening. Uh, Kind of tangential to that a little bit is one one of the many articles that I read talks about uh, AI is going to take pressure off of operating rooms. And there's a uh, a company out there called lean t a a s <laughs> lean tasks I guess is how you would say it and their their AI is going to help operating rooms be more efficient uh, by looking at surgical cases how long do certain procedures take on average and and staff time and you know what's necessary to be in those uh, operating rooms and and that sort of thing so all of all of that information that may take, you know, multiple people talking and collaborating can be done by an AI and deliver recommendations based off of all that information. And that information may not even be knowable by a human. So this this could change how how effectively and efficiently we're we're handling operating rooms.
0: Right, and you touch on the point to where Gates himself. Talks about when he first was introduced to open AI back in, I want to say, 2016. And it was all around designing an AP biology exam, right? And the point was, okay, the advantages then of AI was around almost how we look at, um, you know, any kind of data pools type mechanisms today. Something can go out and pull all this data in a quick format. And it has since evolved to his point of being able to now, pull free text data to articulate data and combine all the powerful underlying information and being able to spit it back out into something that we on the human side of the of the machine can actually do something with it and so it's interesting to look back seven years from his first introduction of trying to trip up you know an exam where the where i believe he got 59 out of 60 And now here we are just seven years later, and we're talking about how it can discover new vaccines.
1: Right. Yeah, breaking down very complex ideas into simple ways for humans to understand, I think, is truly the power of AI. Uh, Again, like it's just this wealth, you could almost type right now healthcare AI and get millions of articles, some of which may have been written by AI, uh, come to think of it. Uh, but here's another one here in, in Becker's about using AI in radiology. Bayer, you know, we all know Bayer. They released an article or a, a white paper about uh, using AI in radiology and what that's going to look like. Uh, improving image quality and uh, interpretation of images and that through their use of preliminary AI they've been able to have a far higher success rate at detecting cancers, at finding breaks that were missed by humans. Uh, so I think that that's certainly going to improve patient outcomes. So we we can talk about patient outcomes here and, and the use of AI. You know, humans and, and AI to a certain degree is flawed. We're not saying it's perfect. Uh, in fact, uh, just the other day, uh, you know, Google just released BARD and you have ChatGTP and Microsoft has their their Bing version of ChatGTP. And someone the other day made all three of them disagree with one another by saying each one of them had been turned off. So it, they're not perfect. <laughs> Obviously, Bard's still running. ChatGTP is running. Uh, but this can certainly be a helper. We're still in the early days of large language models. We're still in the early days of AI. I can certainly see this as being a helper to help catch things humans are going to potentially miss. So I I, I think that's wonderful for patient outcomes. If we can catch cancers even earlier
0: than before, we have a higher rate of success in trading them. Right, it certainly feels like whether it's enhancing imaging ultrasounds, as we mentioned, or vaccines, it is on the more complex side of healthcare. And I think from a lot of what I read, too, is, and, and this is kind of how I feel, we're all patients. If if there's one thing we all share in common, people listening, us to, we've all been a patient at some point, right? Is where does that impact the everyday health care as you go for your annual wellness visit and things of that nature? I feel like it's going to be that next step, that next wave that's beyond the you know, cancer drugs and treatments and AIDS, vaccines, things of that nature. Is where does it kind of translate to the av- every day?
1: Yeah, Well, I I, I kind of think about how AI, it's going to take care of a lot of the busy work. A lot of that stuff that staff hate doing because it's boring, it's road, it's routine. If, if that sort of thing is gone, then what are staff going to do? And I, I think that's going to free up staff to do things that people care about more than algorithms and more than you know figuring out what what does this test result mean I think that's going to lend staff to to provide a better patient experience because at the end of the day if everyone is using I don't know the medical version of chat GTP or, or whatever you know fill in the blank then it almost won't matter where you end up going because you're going to have your health needs taken care of but what about your needs what about your your experience um several several podcasts ago we had someone uh, on scott regan talking about the patient experience so i think in an ai conversation we need to talk about the human side too what does the patient experience look
0: like in a post ai world right and and if you're going to your your primary care visitor or specialist your first introduction is the phone call. I'm scheduling my appointment. Your next exposure is your, you go to the practice or the hospital, and you're, all of a sudden, you're in a waiting room. None of us want to go do those things, right? We have to take time out of our day. We're going to miss work, whatever the case may be. And so, I, would, I feel like there's an enhancement of, I need to be further engaged by that facility organization to have a positive experience because if I walk into that waiting room to Scott Regan's point I'm glad you brought that up if it's a kind of a dull looking waiting room magazines are two years old they're irrelevant and I'm just basically sitting in a hard chair before I even see you know the physician 30 minutes later I've already got a negative experience there. Right.
1: And, right. And odds are the differences between the two pictures have already been circled by somebody else long before you got there. <laughs>
0: it right. totally ruins the whole experience. <laughs> That's right. So how do we how could AI help when I schedule that appointment? And maybe it's not myself. Maybe it's my primary care I'm making a referral to somebody. Right. How's that step start with AI to make it a more positive, streamlined, efficient process? So I at least feel like, OK, there's a difference here before I even walk in.
1: Yeah, I think certainly uh, AI will be useful in those cases too because I, my number one complaint with my primary care provider, I have a one o'clock appointment, right? And I think I speak for a majority of the audience. You have a one o'clock appointment. You don't see them until one fifty, And that's because they're all backed up. If we can introduce AI into the efficiencies of those visits, we can speed up that time with the with the patients, and we're still providing better, more efficient care. So I I think from that standpoint, that's that's a win. That's a win for everybody. That's a win for those who are going going to arrive on their appointment at time, and and the doctor will also be on time. But again, it, it leads into that patient experience. It's it's not just the wait, right? It's it's everything else. So we we've taken care of all the busy work with AI, and I think this is where the the human element needs not to be forgotten about.
0: Very true. Whether it's, and you're right, you touched on a good point. There's the cascading effect. If we make the front staff work more efficient, if we make the physician's process more efficient through note dictation and that sort of thing, we as the consumer will ultimately benefit as well. But as you and I recently went to a, you know, we had an epiphany. We went to a Savannah Bananas game. And for those listening, if you haven't heard of the Savannah Bananas, I'm not sure what rock you've been under. But <laughs> if you <laughs> it's, have it's the it, Internet's favorite team, that's for sure. It, it is. And we're fortunate enough to live by the Savannah Bananas, so it's easiest for us to to attend. But, you know, we 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 went recently with our, on a company retreat. And I think we both made the notation as soon as we walked up to the facility. Right. So we hadn't even gone in yet the equivalent of making our phone call to schedule our appointment at physician practice, right? We hadn't, we were already in a positive mood about the experience before we stepped foot in the facility before the first pitch of the game. How can we translate that into healthcare to where, how does banana ball run your healthcare facility type of setting like Disney? How can that translate with BI into a more positive experience as well to your point about the human element? Right. Well, I, I,
1: a good example in, in pulling from uh, Mr. Jesse Cole, who's done fantastic work with with creating the Savannah Banana image. You know, he's he's always talking about fans first. I think we can take his lessons and apply it into the healthcare world, so we don't lose that human touch. And I think this is even more so important in the AI in the post AI healthcare world. Is we don't lose that human connection. We don't lose that human touch. You know, when you go to a Savannah and Bananas game. Gate's open at 5.30, but the, the game doesn't start until 7. But there are people who, who are there at gate open, and they're not going to just sit in the bleachers for the next hour and a half bored out of their minds. Jesse has entertainment. He has music. There's a lot of energy already going on, positive experience, You know, unique experiences that you can only have within the stands at Grayson Stadium. Uh, You can't have anywhere else. And Jesse's very cognizant and aware of that. Uh, Everything from his all you can eat burgers and and uh, hot dogs, probably not the healthiest thing to have, of course. But, hey, you're at a baseball game. Calories don't count. (laughs) And and he's he's very much thinking, what is the experience going to be like? And so he he gets people captured, so to speak, for the next four hours because they're coming there at 5, 5.30. The game was only two hours long, so it's it's over at 9 o'clock. So for effectively four hours, Jesse Cole has thousands of people captured, and they love it. They enjoy every minute of it. So I, I think there's lessons there to to take away and apply to a post-AI patient experience. Otherwise, I think it becomes – Extremely dry, extremely sanitary in, in the sense of the experience. It's like, oh well that well is all this efficiency, right?
0: I'm glad you bring that up because if you think about it, where do where do you start? We I remember we posed that to Scott Reed in that first podcast. Scott, where does the administrator start? Well, let's start there. Where does AI where should we start? Well, if you look at Jesse and why he started Banana Ball through their fans first organization, it right on the homepage it, it, it talks about what do fans, I want to say hate, not like, about the typical baseball experience? And he took those things and crafted the 10 rules of banana ball. Mm -hmm. And so I would think we could do the same thing as, okay, what experience do you not like about going to your provider for a basic appointment? Take those 10 things and turn them around like he did with banana ball. To your point, all of a sudden you're there for a few hours for a two-hour game. And he's got all these fun rules to keep you engaged. I would think the same thing could be said for you and I going to see our physician for an annual wellness visit.
1: That's right. And I think AI can, can be behind the scenes helping to make that efficient. But if I don't have to think about it's AI controlling the visit, then, then that's fantastic. And we need to make sure that we don't get to the point where AI is driving the visit and we know that AI is driving the visit. And AI needs to be back in the background and transparent to the patient. It just magically
0: happens. (laughs) Well, on that note, I know we're uh, wrapping up the new segment. Uh, We look to have some more discussion on Jesse Cole and the Savannah Bananas. After our experience, we walked with a lot of positive thoughts there. And so hopefully over the next few weeks, here. Uh, you'll have a lot more on our podcast and social media to highlight how we think that transitions into to healthcare with what he's done with the banana ball.
1: Yeah, I certainly want to talk about some of the more nuances in in healthcare, because not every practice is the same, right? It, it, it's, it's not necessarily a cookie cutter approach, but I, I think we want to talk about more broad strokes that you can dial in for your individual practices, and I really
0: look forward to those conversations. Fantastic. Well, Aaron, good conversation about AI. I'm sure it won't be the last. Probably something we revisit quite a bit and looking forward to our How Banana Ball Influences Healthcare series that we look to uh, expand on here soon.
1: Remember, Jason, AI is the
0: future and the future is here. (laughs) Fantastic. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day, Aaron. We'll see you later, Jason.
1: You've been listening to Beyond the Stethoscope, Vital Conversations with SHP, a production of Strategic Healthcare Partners.
0: For more information about our podcast, including back episodes, show notes, transcripts, and more, visit our website at shplc.com podcasts.
1: And I know you've heard it before, but please consider rating our podcast in your favorite podcast app. It helps make others aware of the show.
0: And our podcast wouldn't be possible without our wonderful team of folks.
1: Editing and production assistance by Nyla Weeb and myself, Aaron Higgins.
0: And your episode hosts are Aaron Higgins and myself, Jason Crosby.
1: Our social media coordinator is Jeremy
0: Miller. Our executive producers are also principals, Mike Scribner and John Crew. For more from
1: SHB, consider following us on social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn.
0: And as always, thank you for listening and have a great, wonderful day. Analytics. Lacking the tandem of actionable reporting with expert analysis? Not confident in the knowledge of your reporting system? SHP's expert analysts transform data from your EMR system into actionable insights. Understand your facility's performance, control outcomes, and enhance patient experience. As payment models shift to value-based care, our guidance can improve your bottom line. Visit SHPLLC.com for details.